All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza, Orange Park, and Clay County's only brew pub. This is Corey. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JK3. Derek, this uh, evening, I think, is recording from his bathroom based on the uh, sound quality. Hey, 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 man. Stuff is packed up. I don't feel like digging, trying to find nothing. So y'all just going to have to, we just going to have to make it until I can get where I got to be. So, yeah. <laughs> Right. Another another Friday reference. It's like when Craig when he told when Pops told Craig to come into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, the air freshener going. <laughs> I don't even like dogs. <laughs> Let me go ahead and reference one of the reviews that we just got because I keep meaning to do this on a recorded episode. A paragraph somebody wrote five stars. So I'm good with him, but something like the one of the hosts doesn't get the jokes and spends minutes not understanding, and he should just get over it. I mean, come on, like. Really? Hey, 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 brother, whoever you are out there, me personally, we've been trying to get him to watch that movie for a while, so we're going to get him, uh, we're going to get him the DVD and so that he won't struggle so much no more. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's a great movie, and both JK3 and I have been trying to talk him into watching Struggle. <laughs> like, like, this is some, like, enlightening thing. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a cult classic, man. It's, it's a classic, classic 90s, 90s yeah, movie. I think it's on Netflix, so I'll probably check it out. I still can't believe you've never seen Friday. Like, that blows my mind that you've never seen it. My wife has seen yeah, Friday. Have you seen Game of Thrones? And, and that says a lot. What? Man, no, don't even get me started right, on this Game of Thrones stuff. I'm not, I, I'm not, look, I'm not into dragons. I'm not into uh, incest. I'm just, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> wow, that's, <laughs> that's not what I'm into. Great. I don't want to watch, you know, I don't want to watch, you know, dragons flying around and, the winter is coming. I, you know, hey man, I, whatever floats your boat. But hey, if you if you're into that, then hey, it's I'm just you. saying there's other things that are widely acclaimed that you guys haven't seen too. So, and I'm not bashing Friday I like mean, you guys are bashing. You said dragons hey, like twice. Okay, we get it. You don't like it. We just watched Brandon Allen throw three picks. So I mean, that was you know acclaimed. People thought that he was going to be you know should get a chance to start, and against Atlanta's second team defense which probably ranks you know 30 or 50th in the league or you know uh man that was that was that was terrible right. that was terrible well, really quick just to terrible. give context we're actually recording at halftime of the jaguars falcons game and so uh what he is referencing is that brandon allen has thrown three interceptions in the red zone um and so it's hilarious because we just we haven't recorded in like a week just because it's been kind of a dead period with the last game coming up but our last episode was an argument for why brandon allen should be considered a starter so this isn't a good look needless to say well this is why we get paid nothing to host a podcast (laughs) (laughs) about the jags and and doug marone and the brass you know they they I, i think this is kind of a statement to jacksonville and statement to some of the media and statement to some of the beat writers it's like okay you want to see brandon allen play we're gonna put him in for uh a substantial amount of time against quote unquote his competition now granted one of the one of those interceptions shouldn't have been his fault. I think the last one he just threw before the half. But the uh, the fade route to DD, you got to throw it to the pylon, and then the comeback route where he threw the interception, you got to throw that away. You got to you got to run it, tuck it, tuck it or throw. Not not throw across the body and try to fit something into a tight window where you don't have the arm strength to do it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself. So what was the uh, – you were talking about before we were recording, Derek, about one of the uh, interceptions and in it was like a fade pass or something. You were saying that was a textbook mistake. Yeah, yeah, and JK3 just mentioned it, man. It's 
always know. See, when when you're playing ball, man, when you're playing football, and like I said, we're just fans. We don't know nothing. Okay, let's just we don't know anything. We're just Jags fans that want to see the team win. But sometimes you you throw passes to open receivers because they're designed plays, and sometimes you throw it up and your guy goes and makes a play. And uh, a fade route inside the 10 especially is not like a it, – it's planned, but you got to give your guy a chance to make the play. So you throw it to the pylon because he can either get up and get the ball and put two feet down, or if he can't get it, nobody gets it. And that's the end of it. You move on. You live to fight another day. One thing I wanted to ask you guys about, because I, with Westbrook putting up the numbers that he is, and I think when I was uh, looking at it, I, I don't know if this is right, but I think he was over 100 yards at, at the half. Um, so is is the reason that he's blowing up because he is like a legit NFL starter and he's proving that by kind of just destroying uh, the backups that are in there? I mean, is this like a... a a point that he's proving that he should be up there with the starters when the regular season starts. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know about all that because part of being a starter in the NFL, all those wide receivers that start in the NFL can block, like talking big time blocks, crackbacks, the legal ones, um, and you know he's just going. I mean, pre, it's preseason, man. These guys haven't gotten ready. They haven't, you know, stretched their legs out and really gotten after it and. The only rookie I've ever seen, rookie wide receiver to dominate DBs, is Randy Moss. And I'm sorry it's not him, but, you know, he's proven that he can be a solid member of the team. I'm not going to go out there and say that, you know, Westbrook is the next Wendy, Randy Moss. But I am going to go out there and say that this is what happens whenever you have off-the-field issues and you are a question mark. You have to literally go out and make a case for yourself, and that's what he's doing. He's being A case is being made. Um, he's had some character issues that have been off the field, and he's letting his play on the field actually back that up. And and I think he is playing above his competition right now. I mean, he's running past guys. He's running past you know everyone they put on him. Um, I would love to see him get some ones, uh, some some work with the ones, and see where he is. But I do agree with his blocking. You know, he's got to get square up, uh, get between the the uh, the shoulder pads there, and, and and learn to drive some somebody off the ball. Right, and then Shane Wynn, I think uh, JK3, you were mentioning that he was another standout guy for you. Yeah, I I love how I love the small um, the small scat back you know small quick receivers that New England has been uh, you know churning out left and right. Uh, he every week has been going up against competition that's been bigger than him. My only thing about Shane Wynn is that I don't think there's enough spots on the team for him, especially with the wide receiver department. He's got to make his living on special teams, and I just don't know if he if he's going to be able to make that um, that that move on special teams right now. With this being the fourth game, his kind of his his his, his spot on the team relies on Brandon Allen. If he's going to be able to get those looks from him, um, and you know, pretty much he's going to do what he can on special teams. But what's going to make him stand out is what Brandon Allen is able to get to him. Um. Apple uh, CEO, Chief, Chief Executive Officer Tim Cook, seven carries for thirty-six yards, averaging five point one. Derek, is he challenging? <laughs> is he challenging Leonard Fournette for the starting position? <laughs> no, and forget all those backup running backs. You might see one of them either on a practice squad, or they're going to be like fifteen. You know, we got so many running backs; it's not even funny. Pay attention to that offensive line, man. What trash blocking. There were some decent blocks and some creases, but 
I'm pretty sure Can blocked his own guy on one play. Uh, and also, they were getting pushed way back behind the line. Now, again, we're talking preseason and fourth game, but we got to have some quality and some depth to do something. Um, but we got to take all the wins we can get. And what I mean by wins, not actual wins and losses in the games, but wins at, wins at the line of scrimmage. And we, we did get a couple, but then as many good wins as we had, we had some bad blocking, man. Just guys tripping over each other, people getting blown up in the backfield. You remember um, when we had Coleman on some episodes back, and I brought up that, you know, guys are getting to the line of scrimmage, guards are not pulling around, they're not coming around the corner. He said that's because they're afraid to get hit. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Are you afraid to get hit? Like, <laughs> you should be coming around that corner hard, pulling tight, ready to knock somebody on their butt. And just nothing, man. It's, That's it's been bad. like the talk of uh, Sports Talk Radio this week for the Jags has been the fact that the offensive line struggled so much. And, and I guess people are questioning why we didn't make any moves in that area or at least pony up the cash to get some of the free agents that were out there. Uh, Mike DiRocco had a tweet uh, earlier tonight. Interesting that Jaguars are having AJ Cannon, Patrick Omame, Luke Buenco play against the Falcons. Clearly, they want to get a longer look at those linemen. The unit has really struggled the past two preseason games. So, are you guys concerned at all, like going into the season with the offensive line struggles, or do you think that having uh, Fournette in there will help, you know, balance it out a little bit, or, or are we screwed? They they definitely did should have did some, and, and this is one of those should have, could have, would have as. Uh, Myers just bangs a, a long field goal in right now that just caught me by surprise. But it's one of those should have, could have, would have, you know, scenarios. They should have, they could have, and I'm pretty sure right now in hindsight they would have if they would have known what they were going to get. Same thing with the quarterback situation. Could have, should have, would have. Um, they haven't did. They haven't done their due diligence. They um, thought that they were going to be able to make it in with a ragtag. Uh, you know, offensive line, and which I'm kind of concerned about because Doug Marone was the offensive line coach. He knew this unit better than anybody else did. So he should have known what he had at offensive line, um, you know, all the positions on the line, and should have gone out and tried to get at least some type of veteran skill set, uh, you know, some type of depth and more competition there than what we do have. So we'll, we'll see. You know, I'm going to take it five steps further. What's really going on in that front office? They're football coaches at the highest level. They know what they're missing. They know what they don't have, offensive linemen and quarterback. So why didn't they go out and get it? Who's really in charge? I thought Tom Coughlin was supposed to come here and really, you know, lift us up. And I'm not saying it's only the first stinking year, so we're not saying, that, yeah, it's going to be great, we're going to win all. But those were obvious gaps. Bigger than the gap that we filled at running back, that's for sure. So I'm really starting to question who's running the team. Maybe Caldwell still has a little bit more pull than we thought. Because that, that whole draft smells like Caldwell, not <laughs> like Coughlin. Although Coughlin got the back. Coughlin got his Brandon Jacobs, which, you know, Fournette's going to be better than Brandon Jacobs, I think. But the rest of the draft smells like Caldwell. I'm interested to to know what this Caldwell smell like. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. Something we can't say on this family. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Nikkei Career to talk about incest in Game of Thrones, so that's ruined at this point. Yeah. Um, that field goal yeah. was 56 yards, by the way. Wow, Jason Myers, I always yeah. knew he had it. Great guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, anything else that you guys have uh, from the time that we were off to anything else in the games? I mean, the second half, really, in preseason four, uh, the fourth game, I mean, there's not a whole lot. I mean, what are you guys looking for, I guess, in the second half? Uh, I'm not looking for much. I'm just ready for them to trim down to 53. The only thing I think, you know, obviously with Bortles starting, what are they going to do with the wide receivers? Who's going to make it? Who's not? Win green. I mean, that that's going to be tough, man. That's going to be real tough. But who do you pick out of those two? Yeah. Uh, like, really quick, that, that quick debate. Who do you pick out? Of, you Obviously, they're on the bubble. You know, Aurelius Ben is going to make the team because of his special teams impact. Uh, but if you got win or, or green, you know, what, what do you do? What do you do in this situation? I think they both maybe go. Because if Wayne goes to the practice squad, he may get picked up and signed by someone else. So... Green, I don't think he can go to the practice squad. I want to uh, say he's been in the league too long yeah. now. So between Cole, Westbrook, Hearns, Lee, Robinson, Ben, I think both of them might go. And that's I, six. I, yeah, that's six right there. Let's see, Cole, Cole, Robinson, Lee, Hearns, Ben, Westbrook. That's six. Yeah, man. See, I don't think West. I don't. I don't think we keep Ben though. I think we keep Win. No, because what you got to have somebody on special teams. It's kind of like your special teams captain, your special teams guru. Every team has one. Um, like, I think the Patriots is Jackie Slater. You know, Jackie Slater is like a four-time Pro Bowler or something crazy like that. No one's ever heard of him. But he's on special teams everywhere for the Patriots. Kickoff, kick return, punt, field goal. He, he's everywhere. He does everything special teams for them. Every team has one or two guys that's like that. I don't know. I just it seems like that Shane win. I mean, I don't know because otherwise, I I just I just think they keep win, and I think they keep uh, what's his name too, Keelan Cole, and I don't think they keep a seventh receiver. So I don't know. I just feel like he'd be the odd man out, and they'd have to find some other special teams player. I, I'm predicting winning green man. I, they're going to keep Keelan Cole because he didn't dress. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm predicting Win and Green are going to be gone, and that's you know, hey, it's, it's it's a business, you know. Keelan Cole had a lot of drops in the last, like important drops in the last couple games, though. I wonder if that'll influence anything. I mean, yeah. he, really, like if you think about it, like uh, like camp, okay, that's fine. But the first game was the only game in the preseason where he really played well. The other two games, he played pretty poor. I, I think he's shown them some stuff like that he can do on special teams, uh, and they can kind of move him. Uh, you know, in that position where Rashad Green was, I think his hands are a little bit more reliable um, than Rashad Green's when it comes in that situation of the punt return, kick return specialties. But uh, as far as him being on the field with the ones um, in, in a game situation, I think it will be very rare because even if they do a four a, a four uh, wide receiver set, you're going to have Hearns, uh, Lee, Robinson, um, and then at D.D. Westbrook. Right there, that those are your four um, that are going to be in that four and that that uh, that quad uh, set. So, unless we trade somebody, because that's been a little rumor uh, going here for like a couple weeks now, because the Patriots need a receiver. So who knows? I've, I've read something. I read a couple yeah. articles about how like Bel- Belichick's a big fan of Alan Hearns, and Hearns has been on the trade block for a while, and all that kind of stuff. They don't need to give that man up there another darn weapon, man. I mean, you give him uh, that's just going to be something. 
that and if the receiver actually grasps the playbook, you can it's just please don't trade him up there. Um, I'll tell you what, though, going into, you know, getting past the preseason, man, and going into the first game against Houston, you know, prayers for everybody in Houston that's going through that, you know, terrible storm right now. Houston's going to be ready to play. The Texans are going to be up, not just because of the fact they first game, but for the fact that what's happening in that city right now, if they're able to have that game there, I'm pretty much, I, don't, I wouldn't, as a Jag fan, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tweeted that the other motion, day. Anytime you involve emotion in sports like that, oh, it, it's pretty much a wrap, man. It's done. Yeah, I uh, I, I did that on Twitter. I, I said I, I could if this game is played in Houston, and, and again, you know, um, prayers to everybody in Houston uh, and all, and all the the flood victims. But if this game is in Houston, you, you're going to see something electric. Like just think about the Super Bowl or the Superdome when the when the Saints played. Uh, against uh, after after Hurricane Katrina, I think they ran a kickoff back like the first play, and it was just unbe- like watching that and seeing that happen was just unbelievable. Like so, I mean, if, if this does go week one, we already knew it was going to be crazy because they're going to be in their battle red. They don't like us, we don't like them. But now they've got a whole area, you know, rallying behind them. Um, they they've got the you know, going through this flood. Oh yeah, the country pretty much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, everyone's rooting for Houston to, ba- to bounce back. Everybody hates us already, so <laughs> <laughs> it's like this game. I, I must they, feel bad if we hey, win this game. You know, we don't. People don't hate the Jags. They 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 hate the the the, the old style city that Khan and his organization are trying to turn around. You know, with their you know stash investments, investing back in the community. They hate that. They actually, when I talk to other NFL fans that are, you know, loyal Patriots fan or Steeler fans, they actually feel sorry for us. You know, <laughs> like I was watching Hard Knocks the other day, and, and Chris Baker for the Bucks was talking to some of those Jags fans, like, "What's it like to come out here knowing that your team gonna get blowed out by thirty points?" So something he said, that, something that, like that. I'm like, jerk. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but was he was he lying though? Well, he was asking a legitimate question, like, "How do y'all keep coming out here?" He goes, he's like, y'all some loyal fans, man. <laughs> I guess that's respect. I don't know how to take that. Actually. I, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So it's not hate. It's more like just wow. You know, just like wow. apathy, I think. Just kind of like, eh. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to doing a, 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 a little pre-game, a pre-episode on Houston. Um, I hope it's a great game. I hope the Jags come out and fight hard, but. Uh, I don't know. It's not looking yeah. good. Well, I guess we'll kind of wrap up there. One tweet I'll mention really quick at the end that I thought was kind of funny that I texted you guys is after that third Brandon Allen interception, somebody said Doug Marone looked like he was dead inside, <laughs> which I thought was <laughs> that, that would be. He looked just like I mean that's the best way to say it. He just looked dead inside. I mean he seemed extremely unhappy in the first half, even though we had the lead. So I don't know. Maybe that's just his face and how his demeanor always is. But um. That's, I mean, hopefully that, that t- style of coaching turns into wins. We'll see. Anyway, all right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Again, uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, pretty much all the podcast providers out there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, uh, leave us a five-star review, preferably if you could. Uh, we've had a couple lately, and we really appreciate it. Uh, so, again, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. 
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com